Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode. First word is Africanize, capital A, F R I C A N I S E. This is the British variant of Africanize with a Z E, which I assume we will get to.、Uh, yes, we will get to that in a few words. Next is Africanism. This is a noun from 1641. One, a characteristic feature of African culture. Two, A characteristic feature of an African language occurring in a non African language. Three, allegiance to the traditions, interests, or ideals of Africa.、Uh, Africanist is an adjective. That is our next word, Africanist. This is a noun from 1852. A specialist in African languages or cultures. Here we have Africanize, the American spelling. This is a transitive verb from 1817. One, to cause to acquire a distinctively African trait. Two, to bring under the influence, control, or cultural or civil su-、uh, supremacy of Africans and especially black Africans. Africanization is a noun. Next is Africanized bee. This is a noun from 1970. A honeybee that originated in Brazil as an accidental hybrid between an aggressive African subspecies,、uh, Apis or Apis mellifera scutellata, and previously established European honeybees, and has spread to Mexico and the southernmost U.S. by breeding with local bees producing populations retaining most of the African bee's traits, called also Africanized. Honeybee or killer bee. Next is African mahogany. This is a noun from 1831, just has the synonym mahogany 1b. Next is African swine fever. This is a noun from 1948, also just has the synonym swine fever 2. Next is African violet. This is a noun circa 1897. Any of the several tropical African gasneriads, especially St. Paulia ionantha, widely grown as houseplants for their velvety, fleshy leaves and showy purple, pink, or white flowers. Next is African wild dog. This is a noun from 1827. A powerful canid or canid.、Uh, Lycaon pictus, that has a mottled coat of black, white, and reddish yellow, lives and hunts in packs and was formerly common in sub Saharan Africa but is now restricted to small populations in southern and eastern Africa, called also African hunting dog. Next is Afrikaans, capital A F R I K A A N S. This is the first form. This is a noun from 1892, a language developed from 17th century Dutch that is one of the official languages of the Republic of South Africa. I never realized that、uh, the Dutch had such an influence on South Africa,、um, but maybe I should have. Second form of Afrikaans, this is an adjective from 1923, of or relating to Afrikaners or Afrikaans. Next is Afrikaner. 
A-F-R-I-K-A-N-E-R. The A is capitalized. This is a noun from 1824, a South African of European descent whose native language is Afrikaans. Uh, The first person I can think of who would be an example would be, of course, uh, I believe Charlize Theron, and I think that's how you pronounce her last name. She, uh, I believe, is from South Africa. I don't know a lot of the history or really much of the history of that area, but uh, especially when you look at this definition, you are uh, you learn that uh, people of European descent, so to put it simply, white people, uh, went to South Africa, and there there has been a lot of uh, I know race race issues in that area for many many years, caused lots and lots of problems. Uh, Afrikaner dumb is a noun. That is a funky word. A-F-R-I-K-A-N-E-R-D-O-M. Next is Afro, capital A-F-R-O. This is a noun from 1966. A hairstyle of tight curls in a full, evenly rounded shape. Afroed, with an E-D at the end, is an adjective. And there is a uh, little black and white drawing of a person with an afro, looks like an African-American woman with a small to medium-sized afro. Um, I will will keep this short. Um, I tried a few takes of it, and I felt like I was very stupid. Um, but real quick, I do feel like I've seen a resurgence in afros in recent years uh, by the African-American and black communities. Um, and to me, it just it seems like um, they seem to be owning their culture and their ancestry more uh, than they have in the last 20 to 30 years. And uh, it's really, really nice to see, especially from somebody who really doesn't have much of a culture or ancestry to go to, not that I really care. But for them, I think it is pretty important uh, to them and to culture in general. And I, I think more people need to do that. There's, uh, there's definitely a divide in our country, and I don't like it, and people are doing what they can, and I want to do what I can to get rid of that divide. Next is Afro-American. Uh, this is a noun from 1889, and it just has the synonym African-American, so it's just a shortened version of that. Um, and I, I have a feeling that, feeling that there's probably a specific uh, reason Um, or context that Afro-American would be used uh, instead of African-American. But I'm not exactly sure what that is. Next is Afro-Asiatic. This is an adjective from 1922 of relating to or being a family of languages widely distributed over southwestern Asia and Africa, including the Semitic, Egyptian, Berber, Kashutic, or uh, Cushitic and Chadic subfamilies. And to be perfectly honest, I don't know what some of those are. I apologize for my ignorance, uh, but I do have a lot to learn. Next is Afrocentric. This is an adjective from 1966. One, centered on or derived from Africa or the Africans. Two, emphasizing or promoting emphasis on African culture and the contributions of Africans to the development of Western civilization. Afrocentricity is a noun 
uh, Afrocentrism is a noun, and Afrocentrist is a noun or an adjective. Next, we have aft, A-F-T, all lowercase. This is the first form out of four, and this will be the last word for the day, or the fourth version will be the last one. Uh, this is an adverb from uh, 1580, near, toward, or in the stern of a ship, or the tall, no, tail, of an aircraft, as in, called all hands aft. The etymology is saying this is from Old English eiftan, which means from behind or just behind, and it is akin to the Old English after, which is spelled A-E-A-F-T-E-R. Next is the second form of aft. This is an adjective from 1667, and it just has the synonym uh, rear word and after to. So the second definition of the word after, as in the aft decks, D-E-C-K-S. Now we have the third form of aft. This is a Scottish variation of oft, O-F-T. And lastly, we have the fourth, fir, uh, fourth form of aft, and it is an abbreviation for the word afternoon. That will end this episode. Thank you for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.